From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold May Day beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by May Day Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Don't forget, it's coming up March 2nd. Thursday night, join us at Mayday Brewery for Bingo, where you have a chance to win a pair of NSC tickets, and there'll be some other goodies there. So come on out, enjoy some good beer, uh, hang out with us, and just, you know, have a great fucking time. Today, we are covering a bunch of news from inside out the league. We're talking about the Super Bowl. We got games of the week. We're going up north for joke of the week. We're covering Ted Lasso and much, much more. Go to the uh, great north. Check us out on Twitch. Going to the yeah. Great North, not just up north. The great, you know, <laughs> the Great White North. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Twitch, where you can see us playing a bunch of games. Um, how are you this week, bud? Doing pretty good, man. Uh, we are recording a day later because of Valentine's Day. Had to, uh, you know, uh, romance the the ladies in our life. I cooked. Uh, you know, I cook on Valentine's Day because I don't normally cook. It's a special day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Stephanie helps me. I, I got a, I got a good sous chef. If we're being, if we're being a, a sous, I think is 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 the technical term there. But but uh, Carmela Soprano ziti, bro. You know, I'm I'm fucking. Nice. I'm thinking about becoming. You know, just like this Italian guy. Like you know, like just making. You know, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think I have any Italian like heritage or anything. But I like to t- you know talk with my hands. Yeah. You know, so Italians more of a way of life than, you know, it's, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, yeah. like you see you see du- you see a dude with like, uh, you know, CrossFit, like it's a CrossFit type of thing. Like you just got to give up every other aspect of your life yeah. and do CrossFit. That's it. Um, yeah, man. Been uh, watching uh, watching you and my brother play uh, Harry Potter. A little jealous of you guys. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to get mine until April because I. Uh, have not upgraded, you know, the, to the system. It's not, you know, it's a more of a, ah, the Xbox works fine. It's not that I could, you know, couldn't go, couldn't go and get one. You, you, you're trying to talk me into getting a, a, a P, gaming PC. I'm like, man, that just seems like a lot of work when the Xbox just turns on right here, you know? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but unfortunately games are moving that way. So eventually I will have to uh, pull the trigger on one of the, one of the, one of the other, you know? So, uh, but what about you, man? How you doing? Good, man. Yesterday was Valentine's day. The wife and I, uh, you know, didn't do anything too special. We uh, took my mom out to lunch, uh, did dinner. Said with her, burger, though, back. right? You said Whataburger to uh, me in the text. We were, we were gonna do what we were gonna do Whataburger. We decided not to do Whataburger. Instead, we, we took her to the alley on Main over in Murfreesboro. Uh because oh, Whataburger's so. line was insane. Yeah, bro. Um, you gotta like go. Well, we get to, see it's lucky because when we come and hang out with you guys, spend the night, your moms or whatever, you know us, bro. We're up at like seven AM, gone. 
Well, Whataburger's open at that time, and there is no line at 7 a.m. Yeah. You can order tri- triple Whataburger, no problem, at seven at 7.15. They, <laughs> there is not a line in sight. <laughs> so uh, so I do understand that. It, it, is, uh, it gets pretty hectic. I didn't know it was uh, that hectic at the Murfreesboro one because I, you know, again, I, got, I only go pre <laughs> pre eight pre eight a.m. Yeah. So. yeah, but uh, how about a quick fit check, man? I see we're both rocking the uh, the Baltimore hats today. Yeah, man, I uh, went with the uh, the Natty Bow, the Natty Bow. Uh, I think it's like the Orioles baseball version of the hat, and yeah. uh, that, that we got at that dope store where we went in and Julia Roberts them. Well, to be fair, I guess I guess they were never rude to us. They were always very nice. But yeah, thank Julia Roberts after she goes back in and people are very nice to her. Just um, that was yeah. our immediate experience. Uh, yeah, but we did spend we call a boatload it that. of Other money. Other people there. would just call it good customer service. <laughs> just, I mean, they walked up and they. Get, I mean, Bobby, let's. That's not fair to say good customer service. They gave us drinks, dude. Like yeah. this is just a regular store. They gave us beers. They gave they gave Megan a a rum and coke. They let us yeah. sit in that. They let <laughs> us sit in that little car, that little 1963 Corvette that looked like an antique that we were both way too big for, brother. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, we pretty much went in there, but we did drop some hella coin there. So uh, I got oh, that. Yeah. Then oh, yeah. you know. I got my wish. It's a little warm. We'll bring that back up. Uh, it, it, it snaps my stick, but uh, went with the uh, went with the classic Hawaiian here. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Just uh, yeah. just comfort. You know, feeling good, feeling nice, nice outside. So I had to go. Oh, yeah, with I got the the, uh, the classic Orioles hat on. With, and after the other night showing from the Preds, I got the my hockey team suck shirt on after mm. that re- bad loss to the to the Yotes. So. Yeah, you know, gotta you know, gotta gotta rep the teams that are struggling sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but, man. <laughs> let's yeah. Uh, let's head into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Tarasenko to the Rangers and scores in his first game. Um, absolutely amazing. Uh, I was going to say absolutely wild, but we've already done that little word game <laughs> off uh, off the show, so we're not going to d- rehash it again. Uh, uh, honestly, we probably could have got away with the first one, though. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you said absolutely wild, and I said no, the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good uh, that was I, yeah yeah i showed megan the chat and she's like y'all are idiots yeah <laughs> I was like, well, we probably could have kept it going if you didn't take yeah. it too far but then i saved it with my what a what a fucking penguin write that joke <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah i i got a i got a good chuckle uh, out of it as well so did uh so did jackson so um um but yeah, so absolutely amazing uh, move. I think. Uh, I mean, it's wild that, that St. Louis, who I think is only a couple points behind the Preds, have decided that they are full on sellers now, um, and the yeah. Preds still haven't made a decision of what they're going to be. As always, you know, no right. surprise there. So it's just you know, I guess they're waiting to see if they win two games in a row before uh, before the uh, the trade deadline. Yeah, I love I love the trade. Uh, I think it's I think it's a, a good move for the Rangers, a team that's uh, able to kind of push themselves over the edge after after the All Star break. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, playing, looks like he's playing on Panarin's line. Apparently they're good buddies. Uh, Panarin got him a, a, a goal assist, uh, for, uh, assisted him scoring. So we'll see, you know, I mean, we think we've both been not, I don't know. I don't know if disappointed is the right word, but just, uh, Rangers haven't shown us what, what, what I think that they, you know, we thought they were going to give us in the beginning of the season. So, uh, maybe this is that little, that little shot to bring them over the edge. Well, they're sitting there eight points out of first in the Metro. I think that this is a team now, this is one of those moves that can rocket them up to compete with Carolina with first place really soon and makes them, in my opinion, maybe a a Stanley Cup contender now. Uh, Yeah. So I'm, this is a great move for the Rangers. I got Rangers uh, Stanley Cup futures. So, um, would love to see that happen, you know, see three bucks turn yeah. into 50 bucks at the end of the season. So uh, definitely yeah, they, they're definitely on a five a game win streak. They're letting, they just beat the hurricanes recently, six to two. I mean, that's didn't, eh, didn't give they, up. They a, can go on a heater. Didn't give up a lot either. Um, 2023 first, uh, 2024 fourth round draft pick um, and Sammy blaze and Hunter Skinner. Uh, and St. Louis is retaining fifty percent of the of the salary. So, wow, not uh, not a not a bad move. I wonder if this is uh, something that they're they're looking for a long time term signing. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Final, yeah, final contract year. He was set to be a free agent um, after this season. So we'll have to see uh, where he lands. He might. Might stick around there in uh, in New York if it works out. For sure, uh, Jonathan Druin uh, from the uh, Habs holds a record holds record for most points in a single season with no goals. That is an absolutely yeah. outrageous stat line to have. Yeah, and it's not that many points. It's only seventeen points. So I mean, <laughs> the uh, he just uh, just passed. Uh, uh, was it Burbanus? Burbanus? Dan Burbanus? Hmm. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. But it's not a, you know, uh Dallas, Valerie Nikushkin. He did it in 20. He had, uh, well, what is it? It's, uh, Nikushkin. He had 10. So, yeah, I read it as, so I read it as, um, Jonathan Druid holds record for most points in a single season, comma, with no goals. And I was like, wow, did he sneak no. up? Like no. past McDavid, <laughs> past McDavid. Yeah, no. It, no. I was like, he has ninety-seven points. I was, no. I hadn't checked it yet. I just assumed, but I was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. Then I was like, okay, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, he just has scored seventeen points this season with uh, without scoring a goal. So pretty, pretty yeah, interesting I mean, hey, stat still... line. I mean, thirty-one yeah, games I mean, played. Hey, he's a, he's a lock in uh, in the assist cats league. I mean, he's yeah. Great. Well, seven. I mean, you know, seventeen of them bad yeah. boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that's not a lock for you. I mean, yeah. I mean, hopefully it is a lock for you. But um, your teams are probably not doing too great there, Bob. <laughs> well, seventeen from one player is pretty good. I mean, now you would hope that some of your other your players still get more with goals and stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, but I guess if you got Jonathan Drew and you got him pretty late in the draft. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Mikhail Ovechkin, uh, Alex Ovechkin's father, has passed away after we learned uh, just the other day that uh, Ovechkin was taking some time away to fly to Moscow for some personal time. Uh, so our thoughts 
uh, are with uh, Alex Ovechkin and his family. Uh, so, yeah, we hope that, you know, he takes as much time as he needs. And hopefully, hopefully they let him out of Russia. His honest performance team. Yeah. Hopefully they let I him mean, uh, out of Russia. I mean, he's a golden really? boy over there. I don't see him. I mean, they love him there. And yeah, by they... Things are getting more. Things are getting more bleak, though, Bob. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> might want to keep your golden boy around. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Austin Matthews returns from injury tonight, uh, as of recording, which is Wednesday. Uh, do uh, who do they play tonight? I had the answer to that earlier. Now that you've put me on the spot, I have no clue. Let me see here. Uh, they play uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. tonight at home. Yeah. Yes. On TNT. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, let's see. How long has he been out for? Uh, about a you month, know? I believe. Yeah, I got okay. him on a couple of fantasy teams. He's been out a good little, good little stint to remember when we brought it up um, about, a, about, about a month ago, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that he hasn't been back in since then. So let me see yeah. here. I can tell you. Well, this is the wrong league. Uh, also the wrong league. <laughs> I'm looking to see if there was any news on him on their front page. I'm not seeing any. Um, while go. you look that up, I will. Uh, I can just click on the injuries tab as well. Um, he's no longer on because he's not injured anymore. He last played January 25th. Okay. So, so, uh, so not a month. A little less than a month. But um, playing fantasy hockey felt like, felt like more than a month. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, does that mean anything, you know, because if, if it I mean, does, yeah, I, think it, I think it adds like an extra 10 days, officially. 10 days, 10, 10, 10 days. That's a minute. That's a minimum though. You know, I mean, we don't yeah. really know. I mean, I did okay through the stretch, so we just get the minimum, but if I would have done bad, yeah. that could have been easily added, you know, 15 days to the, to the equation. Oh yeah. Let's move on to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The Chiefs are Super Bowl champs yet again. We're going to talk uh, more in depth about the Super Bowl a little later on. But Patrick Mahomes wins Super Bowl MVP in the controversial call to end the game once again. I would um, say the refs won I, the I Super say, Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, there, there's two <clears throat> aspects here. Was that a holding? Was that a hold? By letter of the law, mm. yes, it was a hold. It was a ticky-tack hold. I don't think no. they should have called it. They've been no. letting the boys play all game. I don't think that's, they should have called it. That's the differentiator. If they had been calling it all game, then it should be called. But you've you established... Sorry, you established a set of rules and the guidelines in which you're going to call those rules. And so, like, if you're calling, if you're making calls like, yeah, it was the letter of the law. And if you sat there and called every single hold all game to the point where we're annoyed and bothered, then, yeah, it should be called. But if you're not calling it other time, it didn't it didn't affect the play. It didn't affect the play long term, and the flag wasn't thrown when the hold happened. It was till after that we knew the result of the play, and then the flag comes out for the hold. 
So I yeah. don't know. That's just that's that's the problem I I have with it. I don't. I'm not saying the Chiefs wouldn't have won or they didn't deserve the the Super Bowl, but I think it's you know I think that we all deserved a better ending to the Super Bowl. You know, I think that, oh, that, sure. that's uh, that's it's just not just putting it in the hands uh, of the refs when they haven't taken it in their hands all game is ridiculous. to me. It, it has to be at yeah. that point to call it a blatant. This affected the play call because that's what you've been calling it. That's how you've been calling the game is call yeah. the play as, you know, as it affects play. And some refs do that. Some don't. It just seems like we're getting. No consistency. Um, you know, why do you end a game like that? You know, with it's not, it doesn't end, it doesn't, it didn't ruin the Chiefs' opportunity. So, you know, not calling it doesn't change anything for the Chiefs or, or, or anything. They get a chance to kick it, and then Philadelphia gets a chance to try and score. They hadn't been able to do that a lot that half. Could they go, go, go down there and do that? We wouldn't, we'll, we'll never know because of, of of a penalty call that they hadn't been calling all game, so I just it just yeah. frustrated me. No, yeah, it de- it definitely is frustrating. I think, um, it, especially since it, it had been such a good game mm-hmm. that ending it like that really is just a bummer. But I think all things considered, it I had fun watching. It, it was a good game. Yeah, um, no, I'm not. Game. I'm not hating on the. I on think the... that yeah, I, I think that. This was a good Super Bowl. I think this truly was the two best teams, and we got what the Super Bowl should be. Um, going into halftime, I did not feel – I know some people felt like it was getting out of hand, but I felt like it was still anybody's game going into the half. Knowing the Chiefs are a second-half team, knowing Andy Reid is at the head of that Chiefs team and they've got Pat, Pat Mahomes, it, I knew it, that they were going to come out. It felt um, like it I was getting out of hand. Were going, going into the half. It felt like it was getting out of out of hand, but the score didn't really reflect that. It wasn't some astronomical yeah. numbers to surpass. No. Where um, it felt like it was getting out of hand was just all game. And they talked about it before the game, and I knew this was going to happen because I have been paying attention to teams. The Philly offensive line was bullying Kansas City all yeah. day. Pretty much Philly at almost all times, had an extra down to play with. They could go for it on fourth down almost every time if it was less than three yards because they knew it was a gimme that their line was going to push the Chiefs a solid five yards every time. And the difference maker was that that fourth and goal stand by the Kansas City Chiefs. That was an absolutely amazing stand that (laughs) I think that they are not getting enough props for. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I just feel like, you know, they had that 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 offensive line advantage. It just feel I don't know. It's Philly's just runs a weird offense in that you just felt like they didn't take advantage of the of the yeah. ability to run the ball. You know, I mean, why is it always got to be a fancy run or a short dude? Like you said, you could have controlled the clock and just ate it. Um, I just felt like, yeah. you know, it was a, it was a way quick pace and, a always seeming like you're in a rush when the game is not, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you, you, you've got control of it. So I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Philly seemed and, and they like were doing they an okay ready. job in the first half. Oh, I in know. The first yeah. half they were controlling the clock and then out of nowhere, they decided to just, I mean, the only, the way Philly's going to win this game is by keeping Pat Mahomes on the bench. They mm-hmm. came out in that second half. Guess what they didn't do? They didn't keep Pat Mahomes on the bench, and they lost the game. 
yeah. Pat Mahomes was able to do what he does best and just absolutely go ham on him. Um, I did find it amazing that yesterday, Valentine's Day, that Juju Smith-Schuster posted a Valentine's Day card with uh, that the Philly player that held. And it said, uh, this Valentine's Day, and had a picture of him. It says, uh, going to hold you when, when you need it the most. <laughs> uh, and then I think uh, I one of the... I, think I don't know if I like that. One of the, That's kind of like... No, it, come on, it's bro. Petty, you just won the you just won the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? I like, know it's petty, but yeah. like as a view, as a as a fan not involved, I was like, oh, that's yeah, petty, and I kind of love petty. it. Like, yeah, that's petty, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, as a man who fell from grace like Juju Smith Schuster did, I don't know if I'm throwing glass. You know, I don't throw if I'm throwing stones in a glass house. This is a guy that you know uh, was a dominant receiver. Well, someone at came one back point. at him. I'm trying to see who came back yeah. at him. AJ Brown clapped. AJ Brown came back at him and pretty much was like said, made fun of him for his TikTok. Um, he said, "Y'all deserved it. Congrats, but stop being lame, TikTok boy, or something like that." Yeah, that's it. That's my thoughts on it, bro. You just won the Super Bowl, and all you can think of to celebrate is send a Valentine's Day card to the other team. Like, are you trying to make out that dude? Like, come on! Like, you should be at a club. <laughs> First thing I'm thinking of is not, you know, like, hey, bro, we just won the Super Bowl two days, uh, two days ago. I'm going to see what James Bradbury's up to. I'm going to send him a Valentine. Like, dude, what a loot. That, that kind of makes me, like, change my thoughts on him a little bit. Not, I don't think it's, like, out of line or anybody should cancel him. But, but like, I don't know, bro. That's just, like, kind of, yeah. like, sore, sore losing or sore winning right there. You know, to the, yeah. to the max level. Like, you guys are all professionals. You get paid money to do this. You don't really get paid a lot yeah. of money, Juju. Not as much as you thought that you were going to get paid. <laughs> yeah, I posted that, and it shows Juju's tweet and A.J. Brown's clapback. And, it, I mean, A.J. Brown just shut him fucking down. Yeah, yeah, I'll bet, dude. Because that's, I mean, that's a classy <laughs> that's a classy response. Like, hey, congrats, bro. Like, exactly what I'm thinking. Like, bro, you just won the Super Bowl. Like, and, and, and it would yeah. be different if, like, like uh, that game, that won the game for you or some, something. You know, I mean... No, like y'all won the game, fair and square. It's yeah. a controversial call, but like, I don't know, man. That's uh, yeah. come on, uh, bro. Kevin Durant heads. Uh, 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 yeah, Kevin Durant heads to the Suns. Um, I don't know much about this move, so tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, I, I don't know the specifics. I think a couple of, uh, I think uh, Mikhail Bridges uh, went uh, to Brooklyn. Uh, I don't really know all the specifics, but Durant to the Suns is a pretty big move. That's a that leaves them with Devin Booker, Aiden. I mean, they got a got a nice little squad. I mean, they were in the NBA Finals a couple years ago, so um, you know, most certainly uh, have an opportunity to to go back. Uh, that's a that's a big move. He's been out for about a month, so I'm sure he will be ready to go once he gets in. Uh, but uh, yeah, but that. That experiment in Brooklyn uh, really just blew up, didn't it? Uh, we were, you know, talking about uh, yeah. championship possibilities, and they really didn't even have any playoff success uh, for the for the most part. So, um, I wish I could say it was, you know, sad to see, but I'm not a huge Durant guy. I'm not a huge Kyrie guy, and I'm pretty neutral on James James Harden. Uh, so. No harm, no foul for me. But Durant might have set himself up to go and win another ship, though. I think he's got probably uh, a pretty decent opportunity with the with the team there in uh, in Phoenix. So, 
We'll see. I mean, yeah. you know, we don't talk uh, a lot one of more basketball. Thing that, so. uh, yeah. And one more thing I forgot to put on the doc. Uh, Greg Olson is losing his job to Tom Brady uh, this coming up season. Uh, Greg Olson, who, uh, along with Kevin Burkhart, was elevated from uh, Fox's B booth to the A booth, uh, found out earlier in the season that if Tom Brady officially retires, uh, they, he obviously had that 10-year contract already signed. And will uh, Greg and Tom Brady will be taking Greg Olson's spot in the uh, in the starting booth? Um, wow. and Greg Olson talked about it and pretty much said that you know he talked to Tom and he you know he pretty much told Tom, hey, this TV shit sucks sometimes. Uh, but you know, Greg Olson's taking it in stride. He's been a, a you know a, a solid a solid loser with this. Yeah, I'm not a big. I mean, if Greg Olson, you know, he probably has a contract and stuff, you know, so. Uh... So, he will I mean, be taking he, a significant pay cut though because of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, then he didn't get a good I mean, enough still, contract. It's still a lot of money. <laughs> he didn't get a good enough contract then. You know, his agent dropped the ball. I'm not a real big fan of Greg Olson. I don't think he's that good in a book. Yeah. So I mean, that's not crazy to me. It's not like they're saying, "Oh, Romo, you're getting demoted." Like, bro, like Greg Olson, you got promoted because we lost some guys. <laughs> like you, were, <laughs> like you were the last guy left in the room. We're like. We're gonna we're, yeah. we're 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 tapping you, Greg. You're in the in the ball game. Um, I'm I'm not. Uh, I think that we're gonna get a lot of Drew Brees out of out of Tom Brady. I'm not uh, looking forward to. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing if it's any good or not. And hey, you know, I'm not a big Tom Brady fan, but if he's a great color in a, a analysis, uh, a- analysis, an analyst, then hey, I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for better, you know, better folks talking about sports. I don't know, man. Sometimes those high level guys just, they're just too high yeah. level, you know? I mean, you don't got to explain it like you're explaining it to kindergartners, but let's pretend for a second that I'm not an engineer <laughs> and I didn't run a, <laughs> uh, and I didn't run an NFL playbook. Uh, imagine me uh, running a play a playbook similar to like Tony Romo ran. Or something, you know, like, like, uh, you know, like Vince Young, like a coloring book that uh, that you brought yeah. in, like explain it to me like that, like an adult coloring book, though, you know, not a little kid one. I'm so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, always interested to see uh, who's he going to be in the booth with. You said. Uh, I think they said Burkhart, Kevin Burkhart. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think as of now, it's Kevin Burkhart. I mean, it's not, I I don't even know, I don't even know what I'm worried about because I'm only going to have to hear him for like small amounts of time. 15 seconds at a time. Yeah. Yeah. 15, 20 seconds at a time before my boy Scott Hansen switches us over to a different station. So yeah, there might be prime time games. Not on CBS though, right? CBS gets daytime games with Fox. Well, Fox, Fox gets daytime as well. They get the Sundays. Okay. Uh, ESPN gets Mondays. NBC gets Sunday nights, and Thursday is now Amazon. Yeah, I guess completely. So, okay. so yeah. only little clips of him. Yeah. Only little clips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe yeah, Super that takes Bowl, us though. into the main topic. Uh, yeah, uh, that takes us into the main topic. We're talking more Super Bowl. Uh, way too early uh, prediction for next year. Surprises from this season. Uh, why don't you start us off with who you think uh, you you think wins next Super Bowl? Ah, way too early, way too early. Um, yeah, you have you have someone in uh, mind? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, at this point, I think, I think the chief, I think the Chiefs make it back, but I, I, I don't know, man. I really, I like the 49ers a lot. I think the 49ers, I, I think the, I'm going to say the 49ers is my way too early pick. Okay. 49ers, I don't hate that. <clears throat> I am going to go with. I mean, I want to say the Bills. I just don't know that they're getting over the hump. I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, I just really have no clue. Um, so I'm going to go random. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think Joe Burrow finally, Ooh, okay. finally gets, like finally that. gets, finally gets him one. Um, yeah, I think that's where I'm going to go is the Bengals. That's the team that makes sense. Um, you had some fun other things on here. Surprises for the season. I got a couple surprises. So, I mean, I don't want to throw them all out at at you at once. I'll give you an opportunity to throw, but I think that, um, I think that Russell Wilson isn't, isn't, you know, what isn't Seattle Russell Wilson by any means, but under Sean Payton's leadership, I think he's a competent top 15 quarterback this year. Uh, I think that's, uh, I think that that's that's something. And now that's one of those that it wouldn't surprise me if he isn't. Um, But uh, I I think that, uh, I think that that's one that we can both agree on. And I also think that the Minnesota Vikings win their division again. I think that they're uh, a dangerous team with some coaching changes and some updates to the roster. Um, so those are some, some surprises that I, that I see happening, but I do have some odds for you. You said the San Francisco 49ers, um, as of January 22nd, the 49ers had, uh, plus 700 odds as of February 12th, they had plus 750, uh, the Bengals were at plus 1000 and have gone down to plus 900. So, um, Broncos are at plus 4,000 now at plus 3,000. Vikings were at plus 5,000 now at plus 4,500. Anybody you're interested in in seeing, let's say you're going long shot. You want to throw some long shot odds on somebody. uh, Where are you you going? Uh, What were those those later ones you said again? Um, the Minnesota Vikings specifically, uh, were plus 5,000 and then at, as of Ooh. February 12th, 4,500. So I'm just going to give you the 4,500, uh, right now. If I had to take a long shot, <clears throat> I think, uh, mm. and by long shot, I'm taking by 4,500 or above. Okay. Man, no, all none of these teams are. I mean, all of these teams just seem like no way, really. I, um, maybe, maybe no. Not I was gonna say maybe the Browns, but no, maybe the Patriots, just because they have Patriots. Maybe Belichick you know, always. Maybe the, Patriots a plus five thousand. I think. But I think the of the of the long shots. I think the Minnesota Vikings are <laughs> my favorite of those long shots. Yeah, I really like that that Vikings pick there. Um, I think the Patriots are always, always, you can't never, 
you can't ever not give them that opportunity really uh in my yeah. mind uh, i'm gonna tell you a couple that i that i like i think that if Derek Carr goes either to the New Orleans Saints or the Atlanta Falcons, I don't know if they're Super Bowl winners, but I think I'd be intrigued to throw a little money on on either of those teams. Um, yeah, but uh, but the Seahawks are a team at, at plus seven thousand. Uh, if you can get another good year out of Geno Smith, uh, maybe a little more production uh, from from the defense. Um, that's not a team that I hate. That was a playoff team right there. That's sitting at plus 7,000 odds for the, the Super Bowl. Um, some higher yeah. odds teams that I don't like, uh, that I don't think, you know, are worth the money. I mean, the Giants at plus 4,000. I don't think that that's a, you know, I, I don't, I don't know yeah, that we get like another that. year like the, like the Giants had. So, I mean, and obviously you're throwing money away for the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowls. <laughs> oh yeah um for me some surprises i think that um if aaron Rodgers does not retire so if aaron Rodgers and if he stays in green bay i think green bay finishes behind the bears i think they finish last in the nfc north okay wow yeah um yeah I'm, i'm interested to see what happens there i think that you know we've talked about it he's the uh boy who cried wolf so i think he's gonna be back but um but we'll see i mean jordan love had some competent play i think it's you know better for the the packers sooner rather than later to get to you know test yeah. that opportunity as long as it doesn't cost him a boatload of money you know um i think that you know the jaguars take a step up next year i don't think i don't know if that's a surprise uh you know i think that that's a uh, pretty par for the course <laughs> but um but yeah, I think that they take a take a step up next year, which is sad as a as a Titans, you know, fan. But um I don't really think there's any way around it. We really saw a lot from from Trevor Lawrence uh, this last yeah. year, so. Yeah, I th- I I agree with that. I think Jacksonville I think they finish I think they finish 11 and 5 next season. Okay. I, I don't hate that. The win marker. Uh, Detroit, I think Detroit is a team that um, will build off some success uh, that they had last year. Uh, if, you know, they got a lot of weapons right now, you know, if they can keep them yeah. healthy, uh, they have a real, real opportunity to, uh, you know, I think at least go to the playoffs. You know, they were uh, game away this year, you know, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, I I think the um, – I don't really know what to think of the rest of the AFC South. I think the rest of the AFC South is just an absolute shit show. Um, yeah, I mean Titans the Titans – regress a little bit more. Maybe, I mean, and I you know – it's a race to the bottom for those three teams. Maybe. It, it, they could absolutely be terrible, but the, the style of football they play can lead you to win football games. You know? I mean, if you, your running game is on and your short passing game is on, you can win more football games than you expect. It just depends on is the offense going to be stagnant. Uh, the defense really stepped up towards the end of the season, uh, but uh, it was just not enough. I, I mean, it's I, Jacksonville's a tough, going to be a tough nut to crack for sure. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I definitely can see regression uh, as, as, as a real possibility. I don't think we have the schedule. Yeah, we don't have the schedule for next season yet. 
But, I mean, they lost seven in a row to, to end the season, and that is mm-hmm. – that's the same. They, I mean, the Colts also lost seven in a row to end the season. So, I just – I think that it is just an absolute shit show there. Um, as far – another surprise I have, I think Calvin Ridley uh, gets his reinstatement um, Let's go. approved. And I think he got – and I think he goes. I think he goes to a Pro Bowl, and I think he is competitive for um, most receiving yards this season. I don't think that's crazy at all. I mean, he's a top-flight receiver uh, with a great quarterback passing to him, um, Trevor Trevor Lawrence. I think he's a clear-cut number one guy there. Um, I'm with you. I don't think that's a. Yeah. I think I think the more surprise of that statement is. You believe he's getting reinstated. <laughs> That's the most surprising <laughs> of that. If my man's is reinstated, all of those other things are just coming, right? That's just going to happen. Uh, yeah. he, he's already put his bets in for most receiving yards next season. <laughs> so you know he going for it. You know he going for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh. No. Um, all right, let's move on to our games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All righty. We've got a little bit of a score update. Uh, I had myself a pretty good week. Uh, Real good week. Four and one. Four and one. I'm sitting at 46 and 30. Uh, Bond's sitting at 43, 31 and one. And I made a little bit of ground up in the money uh, aspect. Um, I think I didn't put it on this stock, but I think I'm sitting a little bit uh, behind you now at, at only like at like 80 bucks. I think I, I oh, wow. uh, made like 12 bucks. this. So, I mean, I nice. Those, you had a couple of puck, puck lines. Really yeah, that's that, that's what I was telling you last week. You're telling me I was so far ahead. No, I had two weeks in a row where I went five and oh and four and one. And I had a bunch of puck lines, dude. Yeah. It just it just shot me ahead. So, yeah, man. Good. Yeah. Good. And I had um, a couple underdog money lines. And so. Yeah, no, yeah, I had yeah. myself a good week. Uh, hoping to continue it this week. Yeah, I'm at I'm at eighty four dollars. Uh, why don't you, you know, start us so, off? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, sorry, not not bad. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm gonna get us started off. I had the Habs. Um. At the at the Canes, the the sixteenth. That's Thursday at six p.m. I got the Canes puck line. I think that's a hard one to take. Even though the Habs uh, wrecked the Oilers against me. Um. I am uh, going to go back and pick against them yet again. So Kane's puck line for me. Nice. Um, on Thursday, I've got my weekly Boston game. This one, I tilted a little bit because I know Nashville. We see them a lot. We're a little bit biased. But, uh, Nashville has a way of winning games they're not supposed to win. And losing games, they're supposed to win. Nashville, I would not be surprised if Nashville goes in there and somehow wins. Six to three somehow. Now it's it, I'm gonna it's, go with my brain here. You said at Na- it's Boston at Nashville, so it's uh it's at home for Nashville. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm I saying Nashville saying, goes into Bridgestone. Go, okay, I thought you were saying uh, yeah. goes in there. I uh, was like, Well, that's a phrase for going to the oh, opponent's arena, Bobby. Yeah. They go in there. <laughs> they, you mean they're both their teams own go into an arena. <laughs> that's fair by the technical <laughs> terms of what you're saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, just confuses my uh, little brain though. Okay. Yeah. I got I got Tammy and the T Rex, T Rex brain. All right, it's a little yeah. guy. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Uh, so, but I've got Boston, and I'm taking puck line because I think the Boston money line is going to be of no value. So I'm taking the Boston puck line. And it's hard to once you get one of those good weeks where you took a lot of puck lines, and it really helps the whole wallet. Then it feels good, and then you keep going for it. So I'm I'm with you on that. I like that yeah. pick. Uh, you know, Nashville's kind of in anarchy right now, so uh, don't hate that pick at all. I am sticking uh, with with you. You had a central team there. I'm going to go with two central teams. Stars uh, at the Wild, two seventeen at seven p.m. That is that's two seventeen, meaning the date two seventeen Friday. <sighs> Wild disappointed me last week, so I'm going with the revenge pick here. I'm going with Stars money line here. Um. Wild, uh, you know, the stars are stepping it up. So I'm going to go go with the stars uh, on that uh, that away game. Hopefully the underdog there be able to make up a little money ground. Nice. Um, let's see. On Friday, I have got the Los Angeles Kings going into Anaheim. Um, it's a 8 p.m. primetime ESPN. Uh, not ESPN two, not ESPN plus, straight up regular old ESPN. Um, I've got Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles is hot right now. Anaheim's not very good, uh, yeah. but this is a uh, this is a rivalry, and I think LA goes in there and gets the job done. I'm not. I think it, with a rivalry, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a tight matchup. So that's why huh. I'm just taking the money. I don't. Yeah, I don't hate that um, playing there at Anaheim. Uh, that's not. A, I mean, it's not like Anaheim has no talent and can never win games. Just most of the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. all right. So Devils Penguins on Saturday, the 18th at 4.30 p.m. Love this matchup. I'm a little nervous to go this direction, uh, but I think a weird timed Saturday game is going in the Penguins' favor. I'm going to go with Penguins straight up. No, uh, no puck line. Uh, but I'm already starting to lean and tilt a little bit on the pick. So go ahead and take your pick so I don't change it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, on Saturday, I've got Edmonton at Colorado. Uh, this one was tough. Two very good teams, but I'm going to take the, I'm just leaning with the home team here. I'm taking Colorado puck line. Love that pick. I have the Leafs playing the Blackhawks, uh, not the one that we're talking about tonight. Uh, they're going, uh, you know, back, I guess. I better double check that, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm prone to make mistakes. All right. Let's see. The 19th. Yes. Okay. We got another ESPN matchup. Uh, this time it's at Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So Leafs, Blackhawks. This isn't a playoff game, Bob. So I'm going to go with the Leafs puck line, okay? Because yeah. uh, there is nothing on the line. Blackhawks don't care. They're going to be probably trading uh, Kane and Ortiz. Uh, so I think that uh, that the Leafs are going to get on track to have a really good seed so they can not win the Stanley Cup or get out of the first round. More The more... Yeah the better they do, the more embarrassing it is when they don't get out of the first round. So that's what they're going for. Now. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see on, uh, Sunday, my last game, uh, I've got, is that correct? Two twenty. Yeah. That's a Sunday, right? Yeah. 
Uh, I've got did you uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Nope, uh, Monday. No, I'm sorry, Monday. Like, Monday is uh, President's Day. Yep. Uh, yeah, on President's Day, I've got Philly at Calgary. Uh, you know, I think I think this one was a tough one, but I'm just going off the numbers here. I think Calgary takes it. It's at 3 p.m. I'm just taking a money line on this one. Yeah, honestly, I think this is the one where Calgary's been so up and down. I think that I've di- I'm disagreeing with your pick on that. So uh, hopefully yeah. I'm right and you're wrong. Not because, you know, then I'm right on guessing, but mostly because you get the loss if I'm right. So <laughs> I don't. I could care less about being <laughs> right, Bobby, if uh, if I'm the winner. My son, my my president's day game on Monday, Jets playing the Rangers. Oh man, I was really feeling the Jets. They've I you know, they've always come through for me. This new energized Rangers team playing in New York. I'm going to go with the Rangers, but I'm just going with the straight up money line, so. Nice. Um all right, so that wraps up the games week. Let's head on over to joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. All right, you found this one. Take it over. What do we got? Well, it's it's super close to my heart, Bob. Mostly because I'm just wondering how we can get this kind of scratch. Toronto police <laughs> spending $337,000 on a podcast to avoid perception they're making copaganda. Now, just right on the surface, there's just so much to talk about. But again, first off, Bob, this was more of a, a, of a shout out to you. We've got to start doing the research. There is apparently hundreds of thousands of dollars laying around. We we could have done this, man. I mean, I could have talked up cops and uh, easy money. Number two, if you're doing a podcast, trying to sway somebody one way or the other, that's very propaganda-y. And so, therefore, yeah. it seems like you are trying to sway the narrative. The other thing is you roll in and you think, okay, they're getting this out to the public. They're doing everything they can do. The series 24 shades of blue has a limited reach. <laughs> it's not even, it doesn't seem like it's uh it's very much out there. It's produced by a third party company called 24 shades of blue. Uh, oh, it's called 24 shades of blue. Uh, and according to statement by the police is to offer a behind the scenes look at policing that takes more than traditional media would offer. Uh, this is crazy. Can you, can you believe it? Toronto police declined to be interviewed for this story. Uh, shocker. I am, I'm shocked right here. So that means, so the, the, the podcast reached about 94,500 people. Um, tracked by either plays on streaming services or views on YouTube. So 94,500 views and attracted, oh, and some videos attracted more than 10,000 views, but most totals are in the hundred. This means that each 
audience member was worth about $3 of public money. So, I mean, you know, like you start getting into like social programs here in the U S and you're talking like, Oh, that's 32 cents a year for, you know, for this particular program that comes from me, $3 per listener of public money. And you have to imagine yeah. that the people that are listening to 24 shades of blue, they're just like, Hey, I got this, <laughs> I got this new podcast. It's not the demographic that you're trying to change their perception, right? <laughs> the people that are going to listen to your cop cast are already going to be down for the police. This is not a statement one way or the yeah. other pro anti-police, but the people that are, are anti or against the police are not seeking out cop driven narratives to uh, well let's just see all sides here let me just listen into to listen to this it just doesn't seem like i mean three hundred thousand dollars a lot of money that could have gone to us and we could have got the message out you know we're a third-party company they didn't come to pucks out entertainment not even once okay and so i find that to be <laughs> frustrating so I mean, we've had Canadian guests on here. What? Why are we not being looked at, Bob? That's the big joke here that I that I have. Uh, the the biggest thing is that that means it's out there. So, uh, and I mean, it was like a pilot season too. So, like, we would have done all of these shows that we've done, all 148 up to this point, for for like 200, you know, like 200 thousand, right? We would have done. We would have done any narrative you wanted us to do. Okay, so get your shit together, city of Toronto. Get some guys like us in the game. Every dollar counts in Toronto's pinched budget. (laughs) Yeah, I'm reading through this. I'm trying. It's just I'm trying to find like why. Like, there's no good news coming out of this. There's nothing like, oh, well, you know, while this is bad, they are seeing an increase in blah, blah. Right. I mean, I mean, they recently. Look, I mean, they had 94,500 they had views really. And so that's assuming they they and they assumed that all of those individual view are individual people. When more likely if you release 10 episodes and somebody likes you, they're going they're going to listen to it 10 times, right? Like they're going to listen to each episode 10 times. Yeah. That's you know, that's not a accurate way to say Oh, well, we got a total of between these two videos of a, of a, you know, thousand views. That must mean a thousand people. So you're telling me 500 people watch video one and you don't either count them watching the second video again, or you're just like, no, they're just a new person when it comes, when it comes to video two. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely I, insane. What a joke. What were you saying? I will tell you, there are some, there are a couple cops that I think should Canadian cops that should do a podcast. That's George that's Green. Easy. That's George. No, that's George Green and and um, uh, not Randy Leahy. Wow, uh, <laughs> Mr. Leahy <laughs> from Trailer <laughs> Park Boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That those guys. That's how. That's how, That's yeah. That's propaganda that I could get behind. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. 
There, oh, uh, uh, also, I want to go yeah, back into it real quick. No clear <laughs> targets for success set. So like you're saying, like there was no like goal. Some guy was just like, dude, I want to do yeah. a podcast. Let's do a podcast. That's sick. Everybody does podcasts. Haven't you heard this Pucks Out podcast? They said, yeah, they do it for <laughs> 200. Uh, <laughs> um. All right, let's move into our pop culture. We are talking Ted Lasso, which <coughs> premieres on March fifteenth. The trailer dropped during the Super Bowl. It's not a it's not a big trailer. It wasn't a revealing trailer, is it? But it was a trailer nonetheless. It's I am super stoked for it. It's been what, almost a year and a half since we've had some new Ted Lasso. About about year and a half, yeah. Well, it, it's good though. It confirms who all is coming back. Who all we're gonna see? You know, we get Roy Kent and Keeley and. Sam's back and we you know we get to see Jamie Char. So, you know, we get whoa, sorry. I'm I'm super jazzed and I'm just super jazzed that they like held back so long and then just like hit us with it. Like a month. Like, hey, your your show's yeah. coming, dude. You know, we didn't have to see I like that. Yeah, I don't like we didn't have shows to see, like in six months. Yeah. In thirty two in thirty two cycles. <laughs> you know, like Oh, uh, this is our summer blockbuster for 2029. You know, like I don't, I don't care. I, I can't get on. I can't get into it. But like a month away, like I'm jazzed about that. Like it's coming out before I'm gonna get to play Hogwarts Legacy, dude. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's coming out soon, bro. I'm gonna have seen like four episodes yeah. of. I Ted wish I did that with movies. I know they just hit you with it all of a sudden. You know, I guess it makes a little more sense that they yeah, don't I feel do like that with been, movies. I feel like they've been hitting us with Quantumania trailers for like a year now. It yeah. feels like, and like if yeah. they just hit us like at the Super Bowl with an with a Quantumania trailer, it would have been hype. But now I Doug, feel like I've seen the same trailer so many times. I'm like it, less enthused about it. Like I'm still enthused about it, but it would have been dope if they just like, hey, Quantumania in a month. It cost how many millions of dollars for a 30 second ad spot? You know what I would do. If I was just Marvel, I would buy like 10 second ad spot, dude. And I would just have Paul Rudd like walking backwards, going to really small and then just April, you know, just like two, like a month, you know, like yeah. everybody, everybody would be just jazzed hype, you know? So, um, I'm, yeah, I'm super yeah. excited about Ted Lasso though. I think it's, uh, I think it's a, a really awesome awesome show i might have to do a rewatch now right i gotta go back and watch one and two again so oh for show for show for show all right questions from the internet uh what is you got you made this one up what is the best drinking game at a live sporting event that's a really good question we yeah. i'm trying to think we i'm sure we've played drinking games but usually the drinking game is can we beat this number of drinks Sure. That's just, I think that's just getting drunk, Bob. I'm trying to, we're trying to throw a rule <laughs> subset around it. I will accept anything, you know, I mean, you know, some sporting events, you can play cornhole and stuff. Uh, I would say that even you can extend it into like t a tailgate area. So if you want to include okay. that a lot as a part of the games and live sporting event, Let's try to avoid drink only games like beer pong or quarters or anything like that. But like, I would say cornhole is an essential live sporting event game, right? If you wanted to choose cornhole. Yeah. Now, I'm turning it up yeah. on, on its hand, on, up on its head. Really, the reason I created the question, Bob, 
because I wanted to know if there was anything better. And I really just do not think that there is even expanding like that. It's beer and inning, right? It's beer and inning at a baseball game is the best drinking game because there's so many variances in the skill level. You can get in an inning and it takes forever. You got a whole, you know, 20 minutes to drink a beer. No problem. But then you get a couple of three up, three down innings and you're drinking an entire beer. But the ultimate thing is it's the perfect pacing of getting uh, getting pretty drunk, but not drinking too much in my mind. So exactly, yeah. beer and inning is my is my go to for sure as a, a, a drinking at a live sport. Yeah, I think the only the only drinking game I've actually played at a live sporting event would probably have to be I did. Uh, it goes by a lot of different names. Um, I think the name when I played it, they called it uh, Viking Longship, which you okay. can't really do in the game. It can really only be done at tailgates. You get five, like anywhere from five to like eight people, two teams, uh, five to eight person, people per team. You all sit down Indian style right behind each other. Mm-hmm. The person at the back, your anchor, anchor has two beers mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, everyone chugs their beer, puts the cup on top of their head to show that they finish it and it goes back. And then the anchor has to finish both of his beers and finish it. And you have to erase the other boat. Mm. Um, of course I'm, I was, I was always the anchor, but that's all a lot of fun. We, we, uh, I, I did huh? it with the rugby team. We used to do that at uh fairways and stuff. Uh, I've done it some, uh, at some tailgating events. To me, that's one of the funnest games. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a decent, uh, I'll count it for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not too many, I mean, you could always do it per a certain thing happens. Uh, but not too many ways to incorporate drinking into the to the event other than just drinking, right? So I feel like we we yeah. hit the nail on the head there. Hundred percent. Um, let's do. Uh, all right, uh, hold on. Let me find. Yeah, there we go. I forgot we had a drop. Time to cast your vote. Vote your cast. Choose your pick. Pick your choice. Make a decision and take a side for this or that. All right, this one is another one from you. Can't ask questions or only respond with questions. To me, this seems like an easy one. I don't know about you. Um, is it easy for you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would only respond with questions. I gotta be able to ask 100%, questions because you can. I gotta you can, be able. Yeah, to. I gotta be able to ask questions, and you can you can phrase anything like a question. Yeah, because uh, you can answer I mean, questions and be like, yes. Now, no. I, now the way that you would the way around, you know, because it would get it would get bothersome to people, you know, a- answering questions with questions. If I cared about people and how they felt, I would be devastated by having to bother them with so many questions. I don't feel that way, so it's no problem. The yeah. can't ask questions, though. I think you would just employ or whichever whichever's law it is. You know, uh, that you just say wrong things and people correct you. So I think I would just be like, <laughs> oh, this is a Phillips head screwdriver. And they're like, no, that's a flathead. And I'm like, got it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, so I feel like I would have to employ that just a lot of wrong. I know this is wrong. Maybe they'll hook me up and tell me the right answer. But I, you know me, I'm a question asker. Yeah. I want, I got about 30 questions that I need to clarify. 
before we start the podcast, dude, and we and we don't have anything going on. <laughs> There's nothing that's happening with us that really requires questions. And I have a 10 just right off the top of my head, you know? So yeah, yeah. I'm with you. It was easy for me. Some people, I don't feel like have the personality to be able to only respond with questions. They would just rather never ask anything. Right. You know, I mean, we know those people that oh, would just yeah. be like, okay, I'm just gonna not ask questions then. No problem. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. Um, so this uh, past Friday, I went out with my wife, my uh, sister-in-law, and her husband, and uh, we did an old-school college tradition. We went to Toots and to Whiskey Dicks. You jazzed it up to me, and I never uh, heard about it again, and so I assumed that it went a little downhill. <laughs> Con- continue. <laughs> so Toots was great. Toots was great as always. Yeah. You know? Got a, got a chicken tender hey, salad. My wife got a chicken basket, fun. chicken finger basket. So I helped myself to that. Yeah. Good food um, and fun. <laughs> and then went to Whiskey Dicks at their new location, which first thing I want to say, I, I get everyone's love in the new Whiskey Dicks location. I hate it. Here's why. Whiskey Dicks, while it wasn't, it was never my favorite bar. I'm a Jim's guy. And yeah. when it comes to Murfreesboro, it Truthers. had character. It was Whiskey Dicks. Right. It was, it you know, felt yeah, like the floors Dicks. were a little sticky. It was a little run down. But it felt like Whiskey Dicks. Now, it is literally designed like every single bar on Broadway in Nashville. Mm. You wouldn't know if you're at Jason Aldean's. You're at – literally, it is it is, it is the well, you know, you, Broadway. You'd know you weren't at Jason Bassett. Aldean's because you're in Murfreesboro. But I, feel, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear what you're yeah. saying. Um, yeah. That's sad. That's sad. Anyway, but, continue. But anyway, so it was $1 beers. We go in there. We we pay the cover charge, whatever, eight bucks a piece. Uh, they they up the upcharge a little it's bit. Be five, no biggie, no biggie. No Gonna one drink says anything about no the biggie. deal going on. <clears throat> yeah, and I and so I but I say I ask like it's one dollar beers, and the bartender's like, yeah, I'm like cool. Can I can I just get two Yinglings, two at a time? And she's like, yeah, awesome, no problem. I'm like, cool. Uh, I'll be coming back. You know, I just figured get two, make your life easier, so I'm not coming back so often because it is a little busy. Oh, End it's of the only night, two. I get my bill. Now, so. Now I, I drink about I don't know I want to say sixteen seventeen beers. I'm, I'm a little tipsy, a little buzzed. Um, go to get my bill. My bill is about fifty dollars. And I ask her, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm sorry, I don't I don't mean to be rude. Can I get like an itemized thing? Because I think this is off. I was only drinking beer. I didn't have any mixed drinks. And she's right. like, okay, yeah, I'll check. And then I asked the guy, the other bartender, I'm like, it is $1 beers. He's like, yeah, it ends at 11. I look at my watch. It's like 10.45. I'm like, cool. She's like, oh, yeah, only the first beer is here. I'm like, wait, so just the first one? No, she's like, no, every time every time you come to the bar, the first beer you got every time was $1. Every beer after that was like 7 I was like, no, no one told me. What do you mean? I didn't know that. She's like, oh, yeah, it's like common knowledge. I'm like, no, it's not. No. I was only getting two beers at a time. To to kind of speed up the process. Common knowledge. If I had known is, that, obviously, I would just. Common knowledge is you're trying to scam <laughs> college kids. That's common. 
but that not knowing yeah and no. i'm like i'm listen if you had told me that i'm cool i'm cool with that rule if no. you tell me but and right, because we're being cool like i've come up i've come up to the bar when it's not busy that that night and was i, I had a conversation with her about right. you know i used to work at whiskey dicks back in the day when it was the other place i, I was asking you know i was just we were having a conversation at no time did you mention oh by the way if you just get one beer instead of two uh it'll be a lot cheaper it's, and so what do i do i go find fun. jeremy the owner yeah, it's shade. That's shady. So as I go fuck. find Jeremy and I'm like, hey, man. So I listen, I tip. I'm not going to cause a big fucking scene about this. I tip. I take my losses. Now, what I'm going to do, because as, as far as I'm concerned, they scammed she, me. That was she a got scam. her tip. I'm probably no, gonna, no. Uh, she got her tip because you could have taken, you would have probably spent the exact same amount of money just tipping her out. You know, I got 50 bucks worth of beers or yeah. whatever. I'm going to tip you out and give you. Yeah. You did that on purpose, thinking, oh, this is a higher percentage. You're going to have to tip me more. F you, lady. You know what I'm I saying? Like, you. Yeah, I would have tipped you on what it would originally have been. Yeah, no, I still, so I, I mean, I, 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 I would have, I tipped a dollar a beer. I would have tipped a little, a little bit more. I probably tipped a little bit less than a dollar a beer. I think, yeah, because I had about, yeah, I tipped less than a dollar a beer technically. Yeah. Because I was pretty So anyway, uh, Jeremy, the owner, is work is, bartend, is bartending the other bar because they have two bars in there. I go over and find him and I wave him down and I tell him what the fuck's up. I'm like, dude, this is not okay. And so he's yeah. like, oh man, did the, did the lady at the front not tell him? I'm like, no. She's like, he's like, oh, it's her first day working the door. She must have forgot to tell people. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. that's not cool though. So what does well, he do? He reaches into the tip jar and he's like, how much do you want? I'm like, no, no, I'm not, no, don't just reach into your tip jar. And it, it ain't, I'm not going to be, I don't want to be the guy that takes a tip. It, I'm not. Yeah, I, and I even said, dude, it's about not about that. that, but you need to let people know. Like, that's not cool. Dude, it's scummy. Like, I, I was like, dude, I probably won't come back here. Yeah, I'm not telling like, you because I'm is, some broke This feels ass. like intention. It was intentional. Yeah, I'm I'm some I'm not some broke ass. Like, I'm about to pay my bill. My bill's paid. I'm not cussing you online. Cut I mean, well, technically now now you are, but uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm not like bro, I'm just letting you know that's scummy. I'm not on Yelp. That's scummy, dude. You know, like it's a scummy business tactic because you said because he said, well, oh, it was her first day. Well, it was it everybody in the bar's first day. Because second of all, yeah. why are you doing it like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's dumb. Limit two for sure. You don't want somebody getting eight beers for a dollar and then not drinking a bunch. Yeah, I get that. But, but I'm like, I'm helping everyone out by just getting two. You can find beers at a time. You confirmed with her. You know what I'm saying? Like it's dollar beers, which means that all beers are a dollar. Not, yeah. not. Oh, when you walk in and you say, "Hey, how much is the uh, you know, how much is this product?" and they say, "Oh, those product are five dollars," and then you go up to the register and they're like, "Oh, that'll be a hundred dollars." Sorry, it's only five dollars for the first item. The second one is ninety five dollars. Like what? What kind of stupid yeah. fucking? You know. Mm, anyway, anyway, I'm riled yeah. up for you. And the reason they're getting away with it is because it, it, everyone's everyone has a tab. If I didn't have oh, a tab, I just on, left if it. I wasn't using an open tab, I I, I would have just been like, nah, that, that ain't happening. Yeah, like exactly. I tell you what, I won't be doing. I won't be going back to whiskey dicks. Like, it, I mean, it just not to mention I was clearly told that the music gets good at 10 p.m. The music switches from all country to modern music at 10 p.m. It's a it, it's sitting at 1030. It's still all country. And I'm sitting like, all right, I, I guess I'm ready to go. We can go now. If y'all like I'm cool to go whenever because I'm not down with it. Like I'm not having a good time tonight. Right. Because it's a much right. smaller place. And so it's shoulder to shoulder. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, let's go. 
Yeah, that uh, already we were going like... to go to gyms because some of the people that met up us. Yeah, some of the people that met up with us who went to MCS were like, "Oh, we've never been to gyms." I'm like, "Oh, we should go to gyms." They lied. And then we to talked you. it up, and then they were like, <laughs> "They lied." To you. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, what what's snapping your stick? Well, you know, I've been been complaining about the weather, uh, as I do, Bobby. You know, uh, I always used to make a joke that uh, I can't wait till it gets hot so I can complain about it, you know, being hot again, you know, because I complain <laughs> about whatever. So it's warm again. Well, be careful what you wish for. Warm weather has reignited the the bug war conflict. There has been new battles that have taken place, Bob. Uh, we're like. We're like Israel and Palestine right now, brother. We are. It is. It is heating up. It is heating up, my man. I'm. Go, I go out there, and it's just. Uh, it, it's. It's all out warfare. There was. There were tons of moss. Yeah. Uh, lot less since you know. Again, I reignited the war. I didn't say that it was a peaceful conflict. Okay. It. It is. Uh, the bloodshed is. Is. Uh, is back up. Uh, Stephanie got popped in the eye with some salt. Um, so it's not all on the bugs that are taking all the casualties here. We are taking a few as well. So, you know, wish us luck, but the, uh, bug wars back on Bob salt guns still working strong. though. still working real strong. So nice. get, get you one of those brother. It, it, uh, it'll knock some, some bugs down. Fuck. Yeah. But all right, guys, thanks for hanging out. Don't forget to join us March 2nd at Mayday Brewery for bingo. Uh, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been Pucks Out Pod. We'll see you all again next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.